That's a year without defeat, seven games unbeaten. It's about getting results for the country. If I fail as a coach, that's the best way to get the results and that's what we're going to work on. They've got to go into the game on Wednesday with a lot of confidence and the big one in a month's time against Serbia. How, how can you criticise them when, when you see the results that we're getting? The first Celtic against Rangers. You start yeah. to feel the intensity. There's no bigger game. I don't care what anybody says. There's no bigger game in the world. The Goal Radio Football Show. Have your say. Call 0808 08-17-17-700. Yep, let's go Wednesday night. Can you believe it's the third time in six days Scotland in action? And Barry Ferguson, is it too much to believe it could be three successes in a row for us? No, I'm I'm confident we we can get the result. Um, Listen, the game against Israel wasn't great. They get through with penalties. The game against Slovakia, um, it was a bit touch and go until we scored the goal then you could see the confidence flow through the team so I'm confident tonight against a good Czech Republic team that we can get a positive result Yeah they're going to be a tough team aren't they Rob tonight the Czech Republic not quite at full force but much better than last month Yep I was worried then I was buoyant for about half an hour in the Slovakia game now I'm worried again because we've got expectation on our side but let's hope we can take another step forward on the back of what we did against Slovakia We're going to be speaking to Stevie Clark, uh, Ryan Jack so much much coming up in the next couple of hours taking you I feel like saying to the match but uh, is watching listening tonight we're, we're not there we know that we're missing the fans but message to the fans from the First Minister today Nicola Sturgeon saying Celtic and Rangers fans don't go to Blackpool this weekend don't be going down to watch the match over the border where the pubs will be open and Ali in the League Cup last night who would have believed we would uh, go into the record books yeah you wouldn't have expected Sonar and Albion Rovers to have scored 29 goals in a penalty shootout but uh, Albion Rovers were victorious in the end 29 penalties Barry what's the most you've ever been involved in I've been I've been involved in a few um, what about those two you missed at Dens Park I knew you were going to say that Rob I knew it was coming yeah. um, that, that was tough missing penalties yeah. nobody likes missing penalties but that was Rob actually put it on the group chat last night and I seen it when I came in from our game and 29 penalties yeah. it's a hell of a lot of penalties but fair play to Albion Rovers and getting through that's the voice of the former Rangers and Scotland captain, Barry Ferguson. He's here for the next two hours with Ali Defoy, Rob McLean and me, Paul Cooney. And uh, Barry, you're looking fresh, uh, looking forward to Scotland because you had the rally cry. We wish you were in the dressing room last Thursday, but it has worked out. And tonight, I wonder what the message will be to the players. What's tonight all about? How much does it matter, this actual game? Or are they thinking about Serbia next month? No, l- listen, Serbia's a month away, as you said. The most important thing is they continue the, the form they have. Um, a lot of people are going on about the performances haven't been great. And I, I'll tend to agree with that, but the results have been. That, that's what you want. Um, and I thought, after we scored that goal against Slovakia, you've you seen the confidence coming through in the boys. And as I said, I know there'll be a few changes or a few injuries tonight, but there's still a lot of quality in that team. I'm positive. I, I think we can go and and get a real good result tonight and continue what we've been doing over the last month or so. Ali, how do we get in touch uh, with everyone tonight? Give us a wee shout at Go Football Show on all the socials. Text us 87474, put go at the start or give us a call 0808 17700. Yeah, exactly. That is the number. <laughs> and this match really matters for, for all sorts of reasons. I mean, yeah, we are, we've, we've been fixated on, on this, on the playoff final before we got there, now that we've got there. But, the Nations League offers us another pathway towards qualification as well. So, so being at, uh, on the top of the group at the at the close of play tonight is really important as well. It's just it's just important we keep 
progressing and we take another step forward tonight from what happened uh, from the London Dykes goal onward the other night yeah it is important it's important to keep my momentum going um, that, that's the main thing you can't think about Serbia listen it is a massive game it's a one-off final for us but we've got to make sure if we get a good result tonight a positive result we're top of the group He's going, he's going yeah. to make some changes, isn't he? I mean, I think there's no yeah. doubt about that. But but it's going to be interesting. I, I don't think he wants to change the back three. I mean, we spoke about that the other night. Uh, that that I think our general thinking together was that that he would go with the same uh, back three. There's obviously going to be a change as a back five because Andy Robertson is suspended. We expect Greg Taylor to come in there. But other than that, you would imagine Barry that the goalkeeper and back five might, apart from Taylor, will be will be the same. Yeah, I thought the back three were exceptional the other night. Considine for his first cap, looked if he had 25 caps. Declan Gallagher, again, carried on his good form. And that was Scott McTominay's best game in a Scotland jersey for me. I thought he looked composed. He's the one that's really good on the ball. Um, and he made some great passes. So I, I wouldn't change the back three. Obviously, Marsh has been excellent in goals. And as you said, I, I think Taylor will, will come in for the suspended um Robertson I don't know whether he might change O'Donnell on the right side um, he might go maybe put Fraser there um, but I liked Fraser up top mm-hmm. with Dykes I thought he was excellent on a night so I don't think there'll be many changes but I, I like to keep a solid back three um, and that back three have certainly performed at a high level Let's hear from Stevie Clark then on the results so far Probably more optimistic a week ago than most people in, in the country Obviously we did some work on how we played last month as well I was happier than, than most people with that because I knew it had gone well irrespective of the results and the performances that, that were maybe criticised a little bit but that's, listen, that's part, of the, it's part of the job We've done well this month so far but we haven't finished We've got another game to go against a very good Czech Republic team They'll come with a, a pretty much a full strength starting a living anyway, so we expect a tough game. This will be a really good team coming here tonight, Rob. Yeah, yeah, and and but I just I just thought there's there's real satisfaction in his voice there, Stevie yeah. Clark, because he was taking a lot of stick, uh, the critics, uh, you know, and and a lot of the doubters as well, myself included, were looking at some of those performances, even some of the recent performances, and saying, what is this all about? You know, mm. we're we're going nowhere with this, but. He saw what was happening. He saw the plan. He knew the plan. He created the plan, mm-hmm. and now it's coming to fruition. And and you know we want to take take more steps forward. Yeah, listen, we want to see attacking football. But Stevie Clark's came in and made sure his backline's solid and secure, and that's what he's done. I think, and then he'll start moving through the team. But I just like Stevie Clark. He's listen. He's obviously got the boys well drilled. There's no doubt about it. I've seen that in the last couple of games. We don't let look like conceding a goal. We look solid as a um, as a unit. Um, it's just going forward at times. I, I want a wee bit more for the midfielders, but I'm sure that's something he'll be working on in the training ground. But I think that will be tested tonight. I mean, this this is not mm. the Czech side that that we faced away from home uh, a matter of a, a few weeks ago. That was virtually a third choice yeah. Czech team because um, of COVID. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Still got I mean, a few problems. The, yeah, the, yeah. The, I mean, the coach is not around, yeah. and, and there are one or two players. Um, but this is the guts of the team that will come back to Scotland to play some I think they play some games in, in Scotland they, they're already through to the European Championship mm-hmm. finals hopefully uh, played next summer um, so they might be back in Glasgow to play one of those games and, and this is the bulk of the, the squad that will feature there I mean there are players like the, a guy called Vladimir Darida he, he's the captain he's played in the last two Euro Championship finals he's a midfielder with Hertha Berlin Thomas Susek West Ham midfielder 
Um, he was the Czech Player of the Year for, for 2020 and the Burnley striker Mate Vidra mm-hmm. uh, so, so these are guys that, that we know all about they're going to be a quality side tonight and they're going to be a much different test for Scotland than, than a Slovakian team who were technically good but didn't have a lot of desire about them they didn't look to have a lot of hunger about them their eyes were on uh, the playoff final coming up for them I think mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll get we'll get it tougher tonight Barry from the Czech Republic yeah, there's there's no doubt they'll be a they'll be a decent team. I don't think they're one of the top national teams, but as you just mentioned, the three players there they're playing at a high level. These guys, and you know what you're going to get with the the Czech Republic. They're going to be technically very good, so it'll be a great test. But that's sometimes when you see the best coming out of the Scotland team when there's a team that they're expected. I think Czech Republic are expected to come and win tonight. So. We're the underdogs. Think so like, they'll yeah, fancy themselves. They'll yeah. fancy themselves. But do you know what? I'm uh, again. I'll keep going back to. It. I'm quietly confident that we are starting to build something. Listen, the performances have not been what we all want. As I keep going back to, it. everybody wants to see free flowing football. Um, but but since, people are beginning to get it now, aren't they? Yeah. Listen, we all know the way Stevie Clark operates, yeah. the way he sets his teams up. I don't mind it as long as it gets results that's all, that's all I'm bored about as long as we win games of football and it's a bonus for me if we play good stuff as well bit more from the manager if it was no international manager I wouldn't have a job in international games I, would, I wouldn't be working so listen it's part of the calendar part of the football football comes back club football comes back international football comes back and we're all doing the best we can in a difficult situation to get the football season played so I don't think I'm the one to judge on the fixtures and who should be doing what if we're asked to play the games and that's what we'll do obviously Barry there's been worry about Covid and some players have gone but he said you know the bubble is there we've established it right at the beginning there was a problem uh, I know some of the clubs Celtic feel that they're they have lost players with uh, Edward mm-hmm. who may be back for the weekend it's going to be so difficult they're trying to cram so many fixtures and you played in Betfred last night we'll come back to that in a minute or two it's just such an unusual it's an unprecedented time yeah it is it's unusual but I think if you ask any footballer what they want to do is play games of football Rather instead than of train. Train. Yep, yeah exactly yeah. I think um, look it's a, a heavy schedule on top of the players there's no doubt about it but I'm sure these players will be getting plenty of rest in between they'll not be doing much training in between the, the games so again a player he wants to play games of football mm. he would rather play all day long rather than train the Go Radio listeners got it right so on Thursday night Barry remember in the programme and we said what's going to happen when we were all we thought we'd win at one or two goals and it went to penalties and they almost called it right so give us a call what do you think tonight 0808 17 17 700 uh, we're going to hear from Nicola Sturgeon in a moment or two but Rob yeah Shane news. Duffy yeah. Um, just the, the, the Irish team has been announced for their match against Finland we'll obviously have news before the end of the show of the Scotland team uh, we'll, we'll be speculating about it between now and then but we'll actually have the team obviously for tonight before we're we're finished but just news that, that Celtic's Shane Duffy will captain uh, the Republic of Ireland against uh, Finland away from home in their match which is uh, coming up even sooner than ours take that the guy on Talk Sport who said is it Jamie O'Hara who said oh you know he'll disappear for Ireland if he yeah, goes to Scotland that, that's right yeah. he's, the, he's the skipper yeah well that was rubbish the minute yeah. he, the words came out of his mouth wasn't it's it just, Jamie O'Hara it's just arrogance uh-huh. I, I hate that listen yeah. a lot of players have come up here and struggled believe me it's a, a tough league to play listen we might not be blessed with all the millions of pounds down south but we, we've we got a decent league up here we've got decent players up here so I don't like when I hear people down south 
um, down our game And he's a guy that's going to be looking forward Paul to Saturday lunchtime isn't he Shane Duffy a Celtic fan who's uh, gone to the club of his dreams uh, skippering his country uh, tonight but he will love uh, lining up in hoops for the first time against Rangers at the weekend and, and I well, guess because of the absence of, of El Hamed and, and Beaton the, the two Israeli players who are, who are out of that game uh, there's not much doubt about what the Celtic back three is going to be yeah, but I forgot there was an old firm derby. Well, did you? Well, I tell you who <laughs> no, didn't. Listen, I know you didn't. Listen, in the studio this time last night, along with Ali and Rob McLean, it was Darren O'Day, and he was talking about it, and he were he really came alive talking about the old firm match. I went into these games honestly not visualising the football match I was going to go to war I was going to put my body through whatever it needed to, to go through we had spoken to the dressing room contest everything Barry Ferguson was a fantastic pro with managing referees he's a brilliant player but <laughs> knew the game well he was always around the ref Lee McCulloch Kenny Miller oh. guys that weren't shy of a, a word or two and I wanted to tackle I wanted to have confrontation I honestly went into these games just win at all costs Barry that was an outrageous yeah, suggestion that you might get in the referee's ear in the game. Yeah, it was harsh, but it's fair. It's truthful. What did um, you do? How, tell us listen, about it. Listen, it's yeah. just uh, you're playing the game, try to get yeah. to the referee and, and uh, try and get them on, on your side. Um, but listen, I, I'm sure all players know from trying to do that. That was one of the things I tried to do. But listen, Darren's spot on. It's, it's a war. That's the way that I treated it um, for the start of the week. You go out in that pitch and you, you you die for your club. That, that's it. You put your body on the line. You put yourself through everything you can to try and win a, a football match. Because um, they're special games. They're special occasions. A lot of people ask me since I've retired. Look, I knew my time was up, but this is the one game that you miss. It's a, an amazing game to play in. Um, it's the build up. I used to love the build up. As I said, the five six days leading up to it. Um, each night. They sleep, uh, yeah. sleeping. It would go down to about four or five hours uh, the day before the game. But no, Dan's spot on. But listen, you respect them before the game. Yep. You cross that white line. The respect goes out the window. You try and win for the your team. You do anything you can to do that. And then after the game, the respect comes back. And when you captained Rangers, what did you do? Take us to Ibrox before the, the match then. What's it like in the dressing room? Were there any wee tricks you had? You were telling us just beforehand what you like to do. Yeah, l listen, all players are, are different. Some players like to listen to a bit of music on their own. Um, players like to sit quietly. Um, I was kind of, I was always on edge. I was always walking about. I would have a chat um, through the whole squad. Mm -hmm. One or two minutes I would spend with each player. Make sure and make make them let let them know. Sorry, what they're in for, because um, as I said, some players maybe be making their their, their debut. Um, so that was my kind of job. I, I was just making sure my team were motivated and making sure that they were ready to go to battle. In the window, yeah, I used to do that. I used to leave the window because um, I went on Enmus and Drive. Yep. I used to leave the window open so I could listen to the fans um, singing and and shouting, and I would. Just the Rangers fans at that end, obviously. Yeah, listen, there was no Celtic fans um, yeah. there, so I, I used yeah. to try and get the energy off the fans. Yeah. Uh, that's some people maybe. That wasn't a wee escape route in case it went badly, you know, out the window. No, that the was before the game. The game. <laughs> <laughs> no, I made sure if it went yeah. badly, I stayed locked yeah. in that dressing room for a long time. But that, that's the sort of things I, I yeah. done to try and get a, a bit extra motivation. And you're not a fan of the 800 or so? No, listen, fans. no fun. What would you games. do? If I'm at Ibrox, yeah. Paul. I was walking out there and the left-hand side was 8,000 Celtic fans. 
and they're on a 42,000 my Rangers that, that's the special old firm games for me they need to stop this nonsense um, to have an eight, 800 Celtic fans at Ibrooks and vice versa at, at Celtic Park it, it, that's what makes it the fans it's the rivalry that makes yeah, the atmosphere isn't definitely it? I mean, they've spoiled it by, by going down that road yeah just childish Rob childish let, let's sort it when, when we can be allowed the fans back in but they need to get it sorted quickly yeah. there was a funny look in Darren Adi's eye when he was talking last night about going to war I was, gl- I, I was glad we were social distancing yeah. you know, and, and I wasn't that close to him because he, he did look a bit fearsome when he was talking about what the old firm game does because, because it obviously does different things to different people in terms of yeah. how they react to it I used to go out not, not just for my, my teammates and the fans that are in the stadium I used to think about guys going to work on a Monday did you? who had huh. the bragging rights yep. mm. um, like my mates um, who most of them are Rangers fans obviously some Celtic fans as well but I used to want to make sure that I was sending them to work happy on a Monday morning that's just the things that used to go through my head mm-hmm. people may say it's crazy or you're, you're mental but look, I think that's, great. I think that's great I think that's great that it matters though to, yeah. to a player who captained Rangers or captain Celtic that you think about the people who are actually making big sacrifices probably to be there yeah. y- using all their hard earned to go to games and it really matters to them it really affects their week and the next month yeah. or, or the next three months until the next game yep yeah, I just always says to the guys in the dressing room we don't want to disappoint our fans mm-hmm. we want to send them home happy no matter what no matter how we get it great if we play well who cares it's yeah. about coming in with three points Paul I just mentioned that Finland-Ireland game yeah. the, the other uh, old firm aspect to that one of course is that Glenn Kamara yeah. is in the midfield for, right. for Finland I know that Barry reckons he probably won't make it mm. make the cut for, yeah. the, for the Rangers midfield uh, on Saturday but, but he is some player attracting a lot of attention as well from, from some of the leading English mm-hmm. clubs yeah. at the moment and he's obviously a stick-on player in, in that Finnish international midfield so it's Shane Duffy on one side today in that game uh, and Glenn Kamara on the other yeah, they'll be having a wee boot at each other, <laughs> no doubt. Um, but go back and Kamara, I rate him, I do. Yeah. Listen, I, I know I, I mentioned, I think Dave O'Jack and Arfield will be the midfield three, but £50,000 Kamara cost from Dundee. What That's a snap. Yeah. What a snap he's been. I know, get Neil McCann started on, on Glenn yeah, Kamara, listen, the quality yeah. of him. I, I spoke to Neil McCann about him and, and he raved about him, and I've watched him and I can see why he's raved about him. Um, I still think there's more to come from him. Mm-hmm. I really rate him but listen he's he's up against good competition and good quality players in that Rangers midfield It's the Go Radio Football Show so much coming up in the next wee while before the big match tonight Scotland against the Czech Republic and also the countdown three sleeps to go Barry before mm. Celtic against Rangers Diminishing sleeps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ali get that stopwatch ready we're on the countdown till Saturday's great night to be on the show give us a call 0808 17 17 700 the Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go, go, go. Paul Cooney with Rob McLean, Ali Defoy, and the former Rangers and Scotland captain Barry Ferguson joining us tonight. Barry, this time last night you were back uh, in the big time at the Premier League ground of Tannadice, where you were many times with Rangers, and you were there with Kelty Hearts in the League Cup, the Betfred. Just one goal in it. Yeah, uh, first of all, the first time I've been up to Tannadice in a, a long time. Um, a lot of good men. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It's a great stadium. Just. Um, sad that there are obviously no fans still in, in the stadium but it was great for my team to put their wits against the Premier League team um, obviously I know Mickey really well he's, he's took over there and he's a bit of an up and down season great start and they've kind of 
went off it a bit but it was a, a great test for the boys and my, my boys were great for me last night um, we contained them for long periods of the game and we had a few chances near the end um, disappointed to lose don't like losing games of football obviously but it was a great test for us they've had United five levels above us um, so my boys didn't look out of place so they just one goal in it yeah, yeah right again, on half time you don't want to get into trouble with the SFA no no <laughs> I, I, again it's yeah. disappointing to lose that um, we'd done the same thing against St Johnson last week and they felt sorry for themselves for mm. 20 minutes at the start of the second half I told them at half time and we went out and we, we, we tried to play the, the game the right way and listen as I said disappointed to lose it but proud of the boys well we take some calls Let's go. Yes. Yeah, let's go for, for sure. the first caller of the night. Kyle's on the line from Busby. Hi, Kyle. Good evening. Hi there. How are we doing? Good, thanks. How are you tonight? I'm good, thank you. Good. Looking forward to the match at the weekend and also Scotland this evening. I'm more excited for the game at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your what's your question or your point tonight? Uh, just going to ask Barry tonight what he thinks of the the football that Scotland are playing and for the, the final that we're going to be playing do you think uh, Steve Clark's got to change it up or is he just going to keep it the same keep going with the way he's been going because he's been getting results in terms of the football look I'm like everybody I think I think everybody will agree with what I'm going to say I would like us to play more football but listen Steve Clark set us up in a certain way and see at the end of the day Kyle it's all about getting results and getting back to winning ways and that's certainly what which Stevie Clark's done and I think going over to Ser- Serbia in a month's time I don't think he'll change I, I really don't I think he's he's set in his ways I think he likes us back threes playing as well I think in time as you've seen over the last few games it's getting better and better um, but just sometimes I would like to see the ball players go and express themselves a bit more but listen I think we're on the right road definitely under Stevie Clark um, I think as long as we back him and we support him I think we've got um, a team that can get us to a major championship. What do you reckon? It's looking promising. Look, he's no lost a game in seven, has he? He's, he's doing well. But I think right now Scotland have got so many good players that can play a ball at the feet. So many different Premier League players. If it's no Premier League players, it's players from Rangers or Celtic. Mm-hmm. They're, they're looking really good. The potential they've got. Rob, you're confident that you, you, you hesitate to be but you're, you're feeling much better about it how do you yeah. feel first well, of all well, tonight got, well we've got a reason to be confident I think uh, on the back of um, the way that game changed I think um, on Sunday um, because I've been really uncomfortable watching Scotland for quite a long time but I felt the, the most comfortable I've felt for a long time after after Lyndon Dyke scored I, because of the way Scotland were playing Kyle I just didn't think I just couldn't see uh, Slovakia finding a way through David Marshall didn't have a whole lot to do better opposition tonight but but Scotland should be better as well Scotland should take a lot from the way that went on Sunday I think and and maybe have a bit of spring about their step I mean Ryan Fraser brings a, a an extra dimension to, to Scotland it's going to be interesting to see what Stevie Clark's uh, team selection is we'll probably have that uh, uh, sooner rather than later in terms of what the the lineup is going to be for Scotland tonight but hopefully hopefully it doesn't change it too much because uh, because uh, you, you would want to see the basis of that team I think Jack and McGregor will come back in, into the midfield obviously Taylor will take over from uh, Robertson and I'm not sure I want much more change than that Kyle to be honest because you do want a bit of continuity as well don't you 
Yeah, definitely. Let's hear I mean, from Brian Jack about the formation, Robin and Kyle. Sorry, what was that? Yeah, we're going to hear from Ryan Jack. I think when I played the Cyprus and Kazakhstan, it was more four-two-three-one, and then obviously more recent, the gaffer changed it to to three-five-two. And as players, you just got to adjust. You know what I mean? And each time we've met up, the managers put a lot of work into the training on the system and defending shape and being hard to beat, being compact and sticking together. So I think it's worked through the results that we've had. So we just need to keep that going. Yeah, listen, I, I agree with him, but you you look at. The performance after we, we scored that goal, you've you seen the confidence coming through them. But then also, look at the players that are missing. Yeah. yeah. You've got James Forrest. Yeah. You've got Kieran Tierney. You've got, hopefully, Lee Griffiths. Ryan Christie. Ryan Christie. Stuart Armstrong. I mean, Robertson tonight. Yeah. yeah. I, Andy Robertson, the captain, is going yeah. to be missing tonight. Yeah. That's real quality players. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's the reason why I'm positive. Like, we can all, we keep banging on about it. In terms of football, it's not been great to watch. But I think in time, once he gets a settled squad and everybody's back fit, we've got real quality players and this squad can go places. There's no doubt in my mind. And when we're full, full strength, it's going to be interesting um, mm-hmm. because Scotland have now... Stevie Clark has created that defensive setup that works and now he can look at slotting Kieran Tierney into it on the left side of a back three. Maybe James Forrest uh, as a more attacking version of what Stephen O'Donnell does at right wing back. Um, whether Callum Ga- whether um, Declan Gallagher uh, stays or not um, in that central of the, of the three, but but suddenly there, there there's competition for places because obviously Scott McKenna is coming yeah, back. Yeah, I was for just one. about to say that. I mean, there's competition for places all over that that team. I mean, uh, Cooper and McKenna. Yep, they've still to come back into that back three in Tierney. You've got Andy Robertson out and then just the players that we've mentioned. I mean, Armstrong, Forrest, Griffiths, guys like that. Christie's. There's yep. real quality. It's a happy quality. Mate, yep. Listen, I think that if you ask a manager, that's a problem he would want to have. He doesn't want turning up and knowing that he's got a, a certain 11 to start. He's wanting that competition. And it's not just competition, it's real quality as well in that competition. Yeah. Ryan uh, is also talking... <laughs> about uh, the COVID worry. going to bring it back to you in a moment or two, Kyle, before you go. So he's talking about uh, the worries. Celtic have lost players and, and what about Rangers too? No, I don't I don't think I could come into a, a camp thinking that, oh, what if this happens or that happens? And you just you just look forward to it. You come, turn up and you work hard and train and um, we just try and focus on, as players, we just try and focus on what's, what's happening on the pitch. Kyle, how are you feeling about Saturday? You're a Rangers fan? I'm a Rangers fan. I'm uh, fairly confident, yes. Quietly confident, you should say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you think empty Celtic Park is good news for Rangers, Kyle? Because had it, had we been in normal times, uh, Celtic would have had that 60,000 backing with just a few hundred Rangers fans. Mm-hmm. So the sounds of silence, will, will that help Rangers? Listen, I, I don't think MD's got to know what it's got to be like. It's got to be such a, a difference compared to a, a normal old firm but I think the, the players know they've got all the backing everyone watching it anyway so they'll still have that in their heads for playing It didn't seem to affect the Rangers players at uh, the match at uh, New Year Barry you know, there was 800 Rangers fans but you know Rangers were the better team by far Yeah listen it was a great performance I mean if you're going to Celtic Park and you've got 60,000 fans hurling abuse at you I used to love that mm. that's what it's all about being a being a Rangers uh, fan you're going to your biggest rivals the fans don't like you 
that spurs me. That used to spur me on. Um, and why I'm sure why did they not like you? I don't know. I would. Uh, um, it's not a few reasons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into them. Yeah, a more than decent player, a great player. Uh, but we're, we're uh, saving your blushes here, Ali. Lots of calls coming in and texts as well. Things on the show, socials and a question for Barry. Yeah, so we've got yeah. a couple. I'll go with one for now. Um, this is from Joe. He's texting eight seven four seven four and put go at the start. He's from Hillhead and he's saying, Barry, what Celtic player did uh, you fear coming up against the most? And conversely, was there anyone who was? Uh, <laughs> you were glad to see on the Parkhead team sheet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> did you fear? Don't is what you, yeah, no, I, no I, fear. Yeah. I, I respected. Listen, uh, I'll go back to the late nineties, early two thousands. The team, but that, listen, there's one player that sticks out a country mile. It's Her- Henry Larson. He was one that you you feared, and also had tough times against uh, Madavchek. I thought he was top quality. I never knew anything about him before mm. he came. Like probably most people yeah, in Scotland. Exactly. I think Celtic paid three hundred grand for him. Yeah. Um, but well, that, that guy a, could play. There's a, there's a great parallel between both those players, isn't there? Because because when they were both signed, the Celtic fans didn't really get too excited no, about them. He was thirty two or something, wasn't he? Well, 32? yeah, he was. Yeah, he, last one was six hundred grand or uh-huh, something from, from Feyenoord, yeah. you know. And and so that at that sort of price, nobody was that excited about him arriving. Mm-hmm. Moravchik people reckoned he was over the hill. He didn't cost that much either. He was uh, with some unfashionable yeah. team in Germany at the yeah. time. Mm. And both of them mm. will go down in history. Is that in, Dr. Uh, Joe in, who brought him, wasn't it? Joe Vengles. Joe Vengles, yeah. exactly. You knew when you were caught up against Celtic, they had quality players, but mm. Larson was, yeah. was just above uh, that. Yeah. So you knew if you kept him quiet, kept balls, come, uh, stopping balls, sorry, coming into his feet, um, stopping his runs, then you had a chance. Mm. That's for sure. But Henrik Larson was, he, he was... I mean, you just see the clubs he moved on to play for, Man United mm-hmm. and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you when Celtic first signed them, Rob. And remember the, the, the first game was, was Easter, Easter Road, Road. Gave, the, gave the ball away, Hibs scored, and, yep. put, and Celtic fans thinking, what have we signed here? Yeah, but look Seven years now. later. <laughs> look at him now, he, he's an absolute legend here, but a fantastic player to, to play against as well. So what about the second part of the question from Ali? What was the second part? Oh, oh the I, second part. Just we'll leave that second part out. Pretty much, who did, who who did, did you, you like, to, like see? to see on the Parkhead team sheet? Oh, we'll keep that private. Keep that <laughs> private, yeah. Was anyone you felt really lucky against, though? Is there, you know, is somebody you would say... That you respected as a player, but you got the better of them in so many occasions, or no? I, w- no. I wouldn't say no. No lucky. You, you've got to earn your luck. Yeah. Um, in terms of what you talk about Celtic, I just that- used to love the occasions. It was just yeah. coming up against I me. Mean, uh, go back to it, and everybody knows that. I mean Neil Lennon. I mean some of the clashes that we had were. Were uh, crazy at times. Um, Did you talk to each other a lot during it? Were you giving each other a bit of stick? A bit yeah, of I can't repeat on yeah. radio what was said <laughs> sure. between each other right enough. Um, yeah. But it was a it was a war between us. Listen, Rangers was my club, Celtic was Lenny's yeah. club. Um, totally got that. But as I says before and after, there was always that mutual respect. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. It's what it's about. And I think we should realise that, fans should realise that the players have a respect. They go at it for the 90-odd minutes mm. and then that's it. Let's move on to the next one. Although we got it, the excitement around that match is hard to believe. I've, I've, got, a, yeah. I've got a question for you. Who, who gave you the big, biggest kicking in an old firm game? Who, you know, do you remember a tackle? Do you remember somebody? Bobo Baldi. I was going to say, would it be? Mm. I remember breaking into the box at Ibrox and it was a, a 50-50. The ball broke and I'm just going for it and at the side of my eye, my line, sorry, I see Bobo, and I'm like, ah, well, I can't, <laughs> you know the size of him, mm. but yeah, I can't yeah. stop, I've got to, I've yeah. got to go for it, and he sent me about eight foot up there, <laughs> yeah. um, what a bang it was, uh, 
He was a man mountain. Man mountain. Did he say Bobo's going to get you <laughs> before he, before he <laughs> advanced on you? Well, Craig Moore told us a similar story, remember, uh, yeah. two weeks ago on the programme. So, mm-hmm. your, your old colleague. Some great memories, well, no doubt. Were, I mean, yeah. Celtic at that time, if you remember, were a real physical team. Yeah. Used to stand oh, in, yeah. The, yeah. Uh, in the tunnel, um, obviously, before you went out in the pitch. And we weren't the biggest of teams. Mm-hmm. We were more a technical team. But you looked across at Martin O'Neill's Celtic team. I mean, they were. They were Big. I think you had strong. to be you had to be yeah. six foot four and fifteen stone before he before he even contemplated. Yeah, yeah, you had to go in your tiptoe. Yeah. You had to sometimes I would stand my tiptoes in the tunnel yeah. just to make yeah. myself look a bit bigger in front of the camera. <laughs> did, 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 did some players get scared in the tunnel? I mean, you know, did, did it, affect, it wouldn't affect you, but, but did it affect some players no. looking across and, and looking up at these mountains? No, I just looked at it as a challenge. That's what you want. Mm-hmm. Big guys, harder the bigger they are, the harder they fall. They say, yeah, so. Great stuff. Barry Apart from Bobo Baldi. He was like running into a brick wall right enough. All right. Plenty more coming up. In fact, we've just spoken to Kyle there, a Rangers fan. Colin, a Celtic fan, is coming just after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Going to Colin in a moment or two. We're just, what, two hours away, Rob, from the kickoff. Scotland yeah. against the Czech Republic. Yeah, counting down to another really important game, and let's hope the progression continues. And we're looking forward to three sleeps to go, as Barry was saying earlier on before. Celtic against Rangers, lunchtime on Saturday. And Nicola Sturgeon saying, though, stay at home. Don't be going south of the border to watch the match. Do not travel to Blackpool this weekend to watch the Old Firm match in a pub. If you do that, you will be putting yourselves and you will be putting other people at risk. Please do not do that this weekend. And if you, otherwise, uh, not related to the football, have already booked a trip uh, and you can't cancel it without cost and you're determined to go, then please, please think very carefully indeed about how you travel and what you do when you get there. Sound advice there from the First Minister. OK, we'll be with you all the way through in the big build-up to tonight and until the match on Saturday. And on the line now is Colin, a Celtic fan from Uddingston. Hi, Colin, good evening. How you doing, lads? You all right? Yeah, good, thanks. Hi, Colin. How, how are you? How are you? Aye, no bad, no bad, boys. Good, so what's in your mind? Uh, a quick question about tonight and then on to Saturday's yeah, game. Good. Um, for tonight, do you think Steve Clark should probably make his le- uh, like least possible changes for tonight's game and then obviously with Saturday coming up as well? Yeah. Uh, well do, you think Celt- mm-hmm. do you think Celtic should look for Edward to be back and available play on for the start? OK, let's take, uh, first of all, about tonight. There's a few changes. He has said there'll maybe be three or four changes. Yeah, I, I think the, the changes will be in the middle of the part with Jack McGregor. Mm-hmm. I'll come back in, obviously. What's your team, Barry? You go through your team. Yep, Marsh, the same back three. Mm-hmm. Tommy, Gallagher and Considine. Taylor will come in for Robertson. Um, Adorno on the right side. Jack McGregor, McGinn. And keep Fraser and Dykes yeah, up front. That, I thought well, Fraser. I, I thought Fraser was excellent. This, it's worry, worrying for you that I agree. That, that, yeah, I've, that, yeah. I've, that I've scribbled uh, in the same same team. What, what do you think, Colin? Would you? Would, does that team sound good to you in terms of you know a few changes, but keeping some of the more successful parts of what happened on Sunday? I mean, I, my personal opinion is to go for the momentum, keep, keep mm-hmm. the, the feel good factor going. Um, obviously, if the best players are available, play them, um, but. At the same time, you're wanting to maybe breed, uh, bring through one or two boys tonight just to give them a bit of experience into the games. OK. And for the weekend then, what's your advice? What, what do you feel for Celtic Rangers? I think if, uh, if Edward's available, you've got to play him. He's the ability. Um, obviously, big game player. Uh, he's done it in all fun games before as well, so 
if he's available for me, you've got to play him for the start. What do you think happened to him, Colin, in the early part of the season? Uh, probably similar to Morelos, I'd imagine. Maybe his head was turned a little bit, maybe a bit of speculation. Mm. Um, possible agents involved as well. But I don't know if we'll ever get the, the correct answer to it. But, uh, I would imagine it's maybe something down the lines, to be honest. If I'm in that Ranger dressing room and the team sheet comes in and there's no Edward in the start of 11, that gives you a lift straight away. There's yeah. no doubt in my mind. I know his form's not been great, but let's be realistic. They get, for me, the guy's a top, top player. Um, he's been off form, whether it's a bit of speculation, he's affected. Now the window's closed, it's forgotten about. He's a Celtic player. And that's what I'm sure Neil Lennon have, would have spoke about um, to him. Um, made him realise that and now he want to go and show how good he is to try and get that move if, if he does because he's got to perform on the pitch yeah. but as I said if I'm in that dressing room and he comes in and he's known that starting 11 that's given yeah. that's firing me up straight away well, there'll have been a lot of concern um, in the last week or so about Edouard and the, the, the condition he's in the mental state he's in as well self-isolating in France when he's coming back you know, not just what day he's coming back, what time he's coming back, mm-hmm. and and just having him ready and available to go on that on that team sheet. Because as you say, I mean, you were asked earlier on about who who you quite liked seeing on the on the Celtic team sheet when you were a Rangers player. Um, but th- those Rangers players this Saturday would be would be absolutely delighted if the name Edouard didn't appear on the team sheet. No doubt in my mind. No doubt in my mind. I think if you asked any Rangers player, current Rangers player, who do they fear most? in that Celtic team and it's Edward when he's in top of his game he's unplayable at times and what about Griffiths do you think he will well he's another one <laughs> <laughs> no listen you know what I've said plenty of times listen yep. um, you know what I, I think about Lee Griffiths yep. I think Lee Griffiths is the best Scottish centre forward about natural goal scorer um, I just thought last season after the winter break when Lenny went back to the 3-5-2, sorry, he went and played the 3-5-2, I thought Edward and Griffiths were unstoppable. Is it too early in terms of game time that Lee Griffiths has had? Obviously, he came off the bench and scored in Celtic's mm-hmm. last last game, but you know, and he'll, he'll have been training like a fiend, you would have imagined, during the international break with Celtic. Um, but you know, could he could he play? up front alongside Edouard in against Rangers on Saturday yep I think you've called it right Rob I think after that St Johnson game he would have been in Lennox Town every single day probably doing double sessions to get his fit- fitness levels up because um, you think he still had a bit to go yeah I still think yeah. he's got a bit to go look you can see that on the pitch weight. Yeah. yeah maybe it's just games you need games yeah. if you ask any footballer the best fitness is getting minutes into your legs there's no doubt about that um, but would I play him? Momentum will get you through it. Adrenaline, whatever. Colin, what do you think? Sorry, and Lee Griffiths, what would you do? Uh, it's a tough one, but another one that's obviously done it in the big games against Rangers as well. Uh, I'd be tempted to play maybe El Yunusi in, in behind the striker, whoever it's going to be, but at the same time, I think if you had two strikers up top and you're getting the ball into the box, especially with Griffiths, who's probably better than the other, and some, some people give him uh, credit mm-hmm. for. Uh, I think that might be just enough to maybe give us edge you've seen the difference he made when he came on at McDermott Park yeah. mm. the difference it was only 14 minutes I don't know how many touches he had but you, you see him he, he gets the ball lays it off his first thought we keep saying it me and Si in, in the studio his first thought is to get in that box that's what he is he's a, he's a, he's a poacher <coughs> and Aye. 
when his name as well is on a team sheet, you're worried. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt it puts it. It's a game changer. Yeah, he is a game changer. He's a goal scorer. He's he's done it at the the highest level. He's done it. He's done it in the big occasions. Um, whether he plays or not, we'll need to find out on Saturday. Yeah, but he's he can be a threat. He can be a match winner even off the bench. I mean that and that's the probability. I would imagine that that he won't start the game for Celtic because he's not quite ready. But he can certainly come off the bench and, and be a part of it I don't think Ayet is Ayeti available he's had injury yeah. I'm not sure he's available Klimala played yesterday for the for the Polish under 21 team so he's at least getting a bit more game time at international level mm-hmm. as well and I guess funny we were speaking about this with Darren Adi yesterday as well that, that the, the fact that he was playing for the Polish under 21s reminds you that he's a young player yeah. and yeah. that there is still time for him to develop yeah you've seen as well the difference he made when he came on against St Johnson um, he looked if he, he wanted to prove to Neil Lennon that listen don't forget about me um, I thought he'd done great for his goal I mean he gets smashed at the edge of the box jumped up and what a finish yep. Um, yep. so as, uh, I'm looking forward to 11 o'clock on Saturday to see both team lines Colin loving the football back and, and you'll be desperate to get back to the matches I wonder when do you think you'll be going back to Celtic Park it's, it's a tough one uh, to be honest with you, I'm just, you just go with what you're kind of getting told just now, but yeah. you're, you're, you're also wanting to, to get back in and see the games, see the football. It's a big season for, for both these teams, but I think there's also uh, everybody else in Scottish football, Hibs, Aberdeen, got good teams this year, so uh, hopefully as quick as possible, but as, as safe as possible as well. Eh? Great. Colin, thanks very much for joining us. And Scotland prediction tonight then? I'm going to go 2-1 for the night. 2-1 we take that Barry yeah. love a bit of positivity yeah, absolutely. that's what it's all about yeah. yep Ali let's hope we get that Rob too so we're on for your calls now and on the socials too absolutely give us a shout 0808 17 17 700 to do the same as Colin or you can jump on the text 87474 put go at the start or do the socials at go football show and this time last night you were also Ali with Pat Nevin yeah, I to keep on doing that game after game after game I mean I hope we get this one and it puts us a great position in uh, obviously this league table in a fantastic position but I think this actually oddly might be a wee bit trickier to get us up to those levels again but I hope we get it and I think we'll have a go at it there's enough belief and there's enough confidence Ex-Clyde, Chelsea, Everton and Scotland and he was so up for it last night Barry you, you wouldn't hear it because obviously you were at Tanadice but he was talking a lot of sense Yeah well I, I keep going back to it look at the squad we've yeah. got look at the players yeah. we've got available and look at the players that are out unavailable through obviously Covid and injury why would you not be positive I, I honestly think we've, we're going to go places under this current manager and this crop of players I think we've got something special brewing and Pat obviously played with Stevie Clark they were both Chelsea players at the same time so he knows he knows Clark very well and it was interesting speaking to him last night and getting inside his head a little bit and, and he, he's believed all the way through when some of us were, were doubting about where Scotland were going and when, when we might enjoy watching them again um, Pat was always pretty confident that, that Stevie Clark knew his own mind knew where he was going with this yep. and, and what he's done of course is is created uh, Kilmarnock what he did at Kilmarnock now at international level yeah what, what worries me is what what do people want do they want good football they want to get to the tournament yeah, yeah. you, want to, yeah. you yeah. want to get results listen it might not be great to watch in the eye mm. but do you know what Stevie Clark knows how to get results mm-hmm. we, want, team, we want both yeah, Darren but, he was saying the exact listen, same last night it would be brilliant I would love us to get the ball down and 
pass yeah. the hell out of teams. I would love but, but, it, but, but you, it's you, not going to happen. But you went back and watched. You went back and watched the Slovakia game from the from the Linden Dykes goal onwards. Yep. Um, That's the and, way and you've got me. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this you to you. <laughs> but, but and actually, you know, yep. it wasn't just that we were difficult to beat and we didn't look likely to concede a mm. goal. And I was sitting back drinking the organic red, fairly relaxed that Scotland were going to win the game. But mm. we actually played a lot of good football going forward as yep, well. You could see the confidence, Rob. Once that goal went in, it settled them down a wee bit. You could see them starting to not take that extra touch. It was the ball was moving quickly. Um, it's amazing what a goal does. It's one of the first crosses into the box. That's something that we've spoke about. We don't get enough balls into the box because you've got guys like Lyndon Dykes. He he revels in crosses. Um, once that goal went in, you could see the difference. You could see the players settle down, start to believe because they are good players. Mm. <laughs> They're really good yeah. players. Yep. Um, so I think in time the confidence is just slowly building and it's a great opportunity tonight against a, a decent Czech Republican team I mean um, the thing is that they'll look to play the Czech team yep. will, will look to play and that gives Scotland a chance to play as well and and one of the, I mean the player that one of the players apart from Lyndon Dykes who are now getting used to as a real quality number mm-hmm. nine but but Ryan Fraser certainly he grabbed the eye the other night and, and it's quite nice when he's got a bit of freedom to roam around the pitch as well mm-hmm. you don't just tie him to left side or right side sometimes playing inside off the front um, and, and he's a real threat I mean the Czech players will will, will be talking a lot about Ryan Fraser in the build up to this yep, he's a buzz bomb there's no doubt about, about it he's, um, he's certainly no match fit um, he's not played enough football for Newcastle but it was interesting to hear his interview never played up top before in his life um, yeah. no he, he says that it was great to hear and he's he's went, it looked to me if he'd played all his career up there um, showed real good appetite as well and good quality he's got good quality on the ball you don't play down the Premier League for that length of time if you've not got good quality so he, he going forward could be a massive player for Scotland I'm, I'm looking forward to Forrest and Fraser in the same team mm-hmm. that that would be an exciting prospect mm-hmm. and hopefully that can happen yep I, I like James Forrest I mean I don't know how many times I've said it on the show he gets you do. unfair yep. criticism for me at times I think um, you just need to look what he's done in the game the trophies he's won the levels he's played at I think I fit James Forrest has got to be in the Scotland team Stevie Clark spoke about uh, the injuries unfortunately John Fleck will be out he had a heavy landing on his back eventually forced him to come off the pitch so John won't be available and obviously Andy Robertson suspended He'd have loved a run wouldn't he John Fleck that's what he needed really in the team Yep he's I mean I was lucky enough to be there when he was a young kid coming through at Rangers How good? Yeah he was excellent Um, he he, he never got the opportunity I don't think he deserved it at Rangers he had to move on he went and done it the hard way he went down to League 1 with Coventry Played really well there, got his move to Sheffield United in the Championship and any time you watch Sheffield United play, he's one of the top performers. Which which makes me think there's a whole lot more to come from him for Scotland because yep. I don't think we've seen his Sheffield United form yet with Scotland. Yep, I, I was watching the game the other night, Rob, and I, I know the quality that, that John Fleck's got and I don't think he's shown that in a Scotland jersey. Um, it's still early doors, he's, I, I mm. only think he's had three or four caps. Um, but there's a lot more to come for John Fleck, that's for sure. And more to come from us after this. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! 
an hour and a half before the kickoff. Scotland against the Czech Republic in the Nations League, and three days to go to Celtic against Rangers this weekend, Saturday lunchtime. There's also Dundee United Aberdeen, Hamilton Ackers against St Johnson, Livingston against Kilmarnock, Ross County Hibs, St Mirren, Motherwell, and on Tuesday night it's Aberdeen against Hamilton Ackers. But the burning issue now is Scotland. Let's concentrate on Scotland tonight against the Czech Republic. And on the line now from Cleland is Joseph. Joseph, good evening. How are you going, guys? Yeah, we're good. Thanks, Joseph. Um, you called last week and uh, ah. you called it right uh, about Scotland going all the way and maybe penalties as well. But thank goodness it was <laughs> against Israel. <laughs> I was a wee bit apprehensive before the game last week and I was thinking to myself that it was going to be a, a close call. But I suppose... Um, like all Scotland fans tend to do after a couple of good results they tend to get a wee bit excited so uh, I am actually a wee bit more upbeat about the game tonight Good <laughs> What would you want uh, to, to say to Barry Ferguson then because you know he's been over Aye. the course Yep. I'll just put Aye. Joseph into my back three in the Scotland team <laughs> 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 well, well I suppose Barry I think I was going to um, just ask you was um, obviously the, the players that have been involved in the squad for this sort of a collection of three games they probably wouldn't be your, um, your first starting 11 if everybody was fit um, and available for selection so when it comes into the, um, the playoff final in November would you be tempted to stick with the guys that have done the business over the last couple of days or would you be looking for Stevie Clark to probably um, bring in his strongest 11? Well he's going to have a, a headache that's for sure um, the guys that have come in over the last couple of games I'll be honest with you I've, uh, I've done nothing wrong I've been impressed with, with, with some of the performances but you do look at the quality that's out injured or through coronavirus that they are top players um, so he's going to he's going to have big decisions to make in a month's time um, but if you're a manager that's the sort of decisions you want um, you want a squad that's got real competition and I think that's what he's building within the squad guys know that they're not turning up and they're going to be guaranteed to play they need to earn the right to play and um, as I said I think the, the, the guys that have come in over the, the Israel game and the Slovakia game have done themselves no harm at all I think I mean, when I'm watching the last couple of games I think we looked strong for the back and I think we've no really looked like we've been um, like Scotland teams are late where we look liable to concede at any time we've looked like we've um, been able to hold our own on that and I think that just you know gives us the confidence to move into the couple of games and I just want to make sure that whatever Stevie Corp is um, in the coming games after this that he keeps the, keeps the unit together at the back I mean I'm looking at the, the back three certainly Tierney would have played Yeah, there's no doubt Tierney would have played McKenna, McKenna. McKenna would probably and, and, and have played. Listen, McKenna, McKenna's done he's done nothing wrong. He, he's done really well when he's he's played in a Scotland jersey. Yeah. Um but I mean, so you, the guys you, that have come in in terms of Gallica, yeah. I thought I think Gallica's been I think I think he, I think he'd be difficult to leave out. I think yep. I think Declan Gallagher has got that calmness about him. He, mm -hmm. you know, he, you never see any semblance of panic about him. I, I would I would struggle to leave him out although, you know, McKenna's got to be putting pressure on when he comes back um, to get back well, in Well Gallagher's not put a foot wrong and I keep going back to it I thought Considine I, I, I thought he was excellent for his first cap um, so he, he's going to have um, a real a real tough week leading up to that Serbia game and who he's going to play in that back three and yeah. then yeah, done, yeah, done um, James Forrest Ryan Christie Lee Griffiths <laughs> yeah. guys like that 
Um, but jo- but just I'm, t- I'm telling you what you know already. Of course, when I'm raving about Declan Gallagher, uh, I mean, fantastic. Uh, he look, he just looks the part for Scotland, doesn't he? You're, a, you're a Motherwell fan, so you know what he's all about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, he's not actually had a great start to the season at Motherwell, but last season he was head and shoulders player of the year uh, for Motherwell. Um, so it was it was only naturally he started to get some caps under his belt, and then the the last couple of games in Scotland jersey he looked he, he looked the part. Um, so certainly when you talk about guys like McKenna and maybe even Tierney fitting into a back three and things like that, it's it's a great position. It's a great position that we're in. And Joseph, you'd have ordered for Stephen O'Donnell, who started the season without a club uh, on this programme, and then you know he only joined Motherwell what six weeks ago, so he's getting back up to fitness, uh, and uh, it did well the other night. I again, he's not actually started that draw um, this season for Motherwell either, but he needed to run a game. So, for a, for a club perspective, I'm actually um, quite pleased that Scotland actually uh, gave him a run of games to to get him to get fired. Yeah, that's probably helped him, hasn't it? Aye, aye. You, you could see he needed games. Yeah, but he was yeah. great. He was he was great in that Slovakian game. I mean, he he got better and better, didn't he? Yeah, I, I thought he he struggled in the Israel game. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with mm. you. Um, but he was better in the, the Slovakia game. A great cross and for for Dykes to finish. I mean, see, come back and see when I was mentioning that squad. You forget about the under twenty ones. Mm-hmm. Look at the good quality. They've got yeah. my young nephew, Lewis, yeah. Alan Campbell at Motherwell. Yeah. Another Motherwell Ross, man, yeah. Bill Ross McCrory, I know he's been promoted um, up to the, the full squad. So David Turnbull. They, they, yeah. they keep going. Yeah. Bring more, Rob. Keep F- going. Fraser Hornby, yeah. the hat-trick man for the under-21s. So listen, we're in a good place just now. We've got a lot of good good players. So let's be positive and, and look forward. and The good times will come back. Prediction then, Joseph, before you go for tonight. I'm... I'm, I'm not going to over-egg it. I think it'll still be a tight game. I'm thinking 1-0 to Scotland uh, this evening. I just think that we, we look nice and composed at the back and if we can carry that on, chances will come um, and I've got confidence in the guys to, to get one in the, in the onion bag for us later on. I, I think it'll be a, a step up. It will be a step up tonight. I think the Czech Republic will yeah. be a better team than the Slovakians. Um, but it's a great test. It's a great test for the guys. Um, I, I'm sure the back three will get more of a test. I think they'll have a bit more quality up top. But that's what you want to see. You want to see them getting tested at the, the highest level in international football. Good to hear an onion bag on the show as well. I isn't know. That? And bro, good. I loved that as well, Joseph. Bro, yeah. is, bro no, is that not a Fife thing? Is that, it was the Dundee, wasn't it? It was the. Uh, it might be Fife as well. Yeah, they, they say uh, that we'll Fife, Kelty, yeah. yeah. And uh, Ali, your beloved St Mirren, will be up against Joe's beloved uh, Motherwell this weekend. So you can watch it either on St Mirren TV, Joseph, or on Motherwell TV, I suppose. Yeah. It will be oh, yes, right. league yeah. match will be St Mirren TV, so you'll yeah. probably uh, possibly commentary Motherwell. Um, I don't know, Joseph, you might get commentary from Motherwell TV, but uh, definitely St Mirren TV. You can pay per view if you fancy. I don't even know there was other games at the weekend. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> there. Joseph, thanks very much for joining us on the Goal Radio back. Football Show. Cheers. Cheers. Loads of people coming on the socials, and I think uh, Barry has uh, got something. Yeah, some yeah. questions for Barry. Um, Sean's got in touch at Goal Football Show and he wants to ask Barry, what would be your team talk at 12.15 on Saturday? Which dressing room? Well, you'd have to... <laughs> <laughs> and you'd also have to bleep most of it I know, out, I know, you would, Rob. I think you've got it bang on. Um, listen, I'm a big one. You, you don't want to let people down, especially your, your fans. Um, and then the rest would be bleeped out. Would it be 15 <laughs> minutes? How long would it be? No, listen. A, a short a, one. A battle cry for two minutes. That's it. But there'll be a lot of belief 
from Rangers going into this game yeah. because of the way they've been playing some great European results as well they, they are they went into the break in a good place yeah but I, I don't think they'll have anything to fear in terms of the way they're playing Rob they're playing with a lot of confidence the only thing that I would have at the back of my mind and I would make it clear in that dressing room that I've watched Celtic a lot this season and they've not hit the heights that they should have no. yeah so there's, um, you've got to be aware of that. I've still got a lot of quality. That's something that I would always remind the players of. Listen, because they're not having a great season doesn't mean we're going to go out here and just turn up and win a game of football. Mm. You've got to be respectful. Mm. They've got players. They know how to win. So you need to be on top of your game. The bookies have got Rangers favourites at the moment. Did you ever look at that? Did you care yeah, about I what the bookies said? Honestly, Paul, I never, never took notice. Mm-hmm. There'll not be yeah. much in it though, Paul, I wouldn't have thought. Would there? Would the bookies? I'm rubbish on odds and stuff like that. But I have read today oh, that, that apparently that's. If you're asking me, I would still yeah. say Celtic are favourites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, Celtic. Don't put a wee bit of pressure on Celtic. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, you're, you're talking about Celtic have got to be knocked off their perch. I mean, that's yeah. what this season's all about, isn't it? You know, they, they are the team in possession. Mm-hmm. They are the team with a winning habit in terms of trophies. They've got the mentality. Yeah. So, so, so they ha- Rangers have to put it up to Celtic, not just on Saturday, but over the course of the whole season. Yeah, and I've got to do it consistently, Rob. And I would always say, listen, a lot of people are making the making out the fact that. Um, Celtic haven't been playing at the top of their game but I, I would always be yeah. wary of that I, I'm, I'm with you there's a lot more to come from Celtic yep. definitely so they're I, playing well within themselves I would be going around the guy all week in training I'd be making sure that it's drummed into them that listen we know they're not playing well so don't listen think it's going to be out here and we're just going to turn up and win we've got to work hard and make sure about work who we're playing against and as I said Celtic have got a lot of quality players they know how to win games of football they know, when to, they know how to win trophies um, so it's a great opportunity for Rangers they've got to go in with confidence but no overconfident Alright, what do you think? Give us a call 0808 17 17 700 we're swinging about from tonight's match Scotland against the Czech Republic we'll should have the team news fairly soon I see Davy Proven on Sky there at the moment he'll be joining us next week on the programme um, will he be talking Rob about uh, a Celtic win? Will he be talking about a draw or a Rangers victory in the first match of the season? Well it's, I mean it's the, the usual thing I mean predicting old firm matches over a long number of years has been a pretty uh, a crazy thing to do and a dangerous thing to do and I certainly wouldn't be backing it with too much too much cash that is for sure um, because the the results tend to swing back and forth and sometimes have little to do with, with what, what form we've seen so far I mean I think you know of the two Rangers have probably played a little bit better yeah. um, in the first chunk of the season but as Barry says um, you know there's so much more to come from Celtic and Celtic have got that habit of getting across the finishing line. Yeah, form goes out the window. Mm-hmm. It's who wants it the most in the day and who turns up on the day. Mm-hmm. That That's, um, I, I, I've, listen, I'm experienced enough to realise we've went in on top form and we've been beaten. Mm-hmm. And also, on the other hand, we've went in not playing well and we've won the game when Celtic's been in top form. So, listen, it's come 12 o'clock... Um, it's whoever wants it the most whoever starts the quickest as well that, that's a big thing in the old firm games make sure you're it's all saying but just make sure your first pass your first tackle you're, you're bang on the button every time Back to Scotland for tonight a player we mentioned a few moments ago and you know he would love to have been playing for Rangers this season in a match like the game with Celtic but he's loving life at Aberdeen we're talking of course about Ross McCrory what a start he's had at Pataudry and uh, Stevie Clark has been speaking about the Aberdeen player Young Ross has come in trained a couple of times with his looks good his performances are good I liked him when he broke through at Rangers I, I was just I, I was up at Kilmarnock and so I saw Ross breaking through I watched him when he played at Portsmouth 
So he's, he's another one that we've always had our eye on. He does well for the under-21s, obviously captain of the 21s as well. So His signing has made a, a big difference at Petorgi, wasn't it? Something changed at that point early in the season when he signed on. I know it's a loan deal, but it looks as though it's going to be permanent. Yeah, and all he was looking for was the glimmer of an opportunity. He yeah. just wanted to play. And and there's, there's a player who's playing with a smile on his face, literally, at the moment. And he and he's having the most incredible time um, playing in a number of positions for Aberdeen, scoring goals for them, um, being part of a really good central midfield unit with, with Lewis Ferguson. He skippered down to 21s the other day, scored for them. Then he's promoted to the senior squad. It wouldn't be the surprise of all time if he played tonight to be honest I mean there has been talk about um, possibly not looking for players to play all three internationals in the space of a week that there has been I saw somebody suggesting this morning that he might take McTominay's place mm. uh, on the right side of that back three for, for Scotland and anything's possible and in the world of uh, Ross McCrory anything could happen and it's usually good things that happen for him Yep I, I wouldn't have any hesitation in putting him in with the form he's shown for Aberdeen but what one, one thing I will say about Young Ross, I think a lot of young players need to take a leaf out of his book. He's the boys want to go and play. It could have been he could have done it the easy way and stayed at Ibrox and says he was a Rangers player and sat on the bench. No, he wants to go and play first team football. So you've got to give the the boy a lot of credit for that. And you just see the performances he's he's shown in an Aberdeen shirt. I think the the first time I really see it, it he's shown out at me was the the game at Easter Road. Rob, I thought he was unbelievable mm. that game. Yeah, driving and, with the ball as well. Yep, and then he just carried it on, and his form yeah. since that game has has been exceptional. And listen, he deserves his his call up. Um, I don't think Stevie Clapper just called him up for the sake of it. He's called him up because yeah. his performances, and also he's under twenty one captain as well. So, look, if he he was to start tonight. Listen, I'm sure Ross McCrory would do fine. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, a lot, a lot of Rangers fans, um, you know, have looked at what he's done with Aberdeen and, mm-hmm. and thought, mm, was that a mistake? You know, should 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 they have kept hold of him? And um, he's obviously got. I mean, he's gone on loan, but the but the fee when it's eventually paid, it's not a lot of money. You know, it's a ridiculous amount of money when you consider how well he's played of late. But the reality is, he was he wasn't going to play for Rangers. I mean, he wasn't. You know, Rangers are very well stacked in terms of of midfield players. Uh, so, so the reality is that Ross McCrory just wasn't going to get a game. Yep, and listen, that, that's the manager's um, call um, that Ross wasn't going to get much game time, and then it's easy for Ross to go and make that decision. Does he stay and and, and sit about and be a Rangers player, or does he want to go and play and try and kickstart his his career? And that's exactly yeah. what he's done. And as I said, you just see his performances on the pitch. Um, he can play in the back three, but I think he's holding midfielder. He's yeah. excellent. He just doesn't sit there. He, listen, he can break forward as well and you've seen on a couple of occasions he scored some decent goals for Aberdeen. One in Europe, one up at Petodre where the finish was excellent. So, it's great to see him um, playing. As I said, as a young kid coming through, I thought he was one that maybe have stuck around and went on to play hundreds of games for the club. But listen, it's not worked out. The boy was, has went away and he's getting on with his career and he's doing really well up at Aberdeen. Barry, do you think there's still a gulf between Celtic Rangers and the rest of them, Aberdeen and yeah, Hibs probably? Yeah, oh, it's quite a gulf. Yeah, because yeah, remember a few weeks ago they were saying, "Oh, Hibs might challenge for second <laughs> position." Neil Lennon quite enjoyed that chat. No that, chance. That was, Ra- yeah. Rangers and Celtic are miles in front of everybody else. I, th- I think Aberdeen are probably um, 
third the third best team at the moment. I think Hibs and they will have a scrap for that third place mm-hmm. in yep. the Premiership. But in terms of title, uh, Celtic and Rangers are, are going to be zooming off into the distance shortly. Yep, 100% the two of them are light years ahead and I've got to agree with you, Rob. I think Aberdeen at this moment in time are the, the ones that I fancy finishing in third place. But listen, Hibs as well, they, they've got good players. When they're on form, they're, they're a decent team to watch as well. Paul Hanlon's one that's been mentioned by Stevie Clark at this, well, two nights ago. Rob, you had the breaking news that he joined the Scotland squad. Yeah, Paul's come in. It's good. We haven't done much training, so it's always difficult, I think, for the boys who, who join in after the initial few days when you get a chance to work on the training pitch because you're just you're just recovering between matches, more or less. Probably every comment I made about Andy Considine could relate to Paul Hanlon. One club man plays week in, week out, and another one who... I've seen close up deserves his chance just for the sheer consistency of performance over the times and the more people that drop out obviously the more chances there is for people to come into the squad Yep, he's Mr Consistent for Hibs there's no doubt I think he would have been a, a bit disappointed when he's seen his, his young teammate um, get called up Brian Ryan Portis yeah. Yep um, But listen, he deserves it as I say he's one of the players that I'm sure um, Jack Ross relies on um, He's a 7 out of 10 every week He's Hardly misses a game. If he does miss a game, it's normally through suspension. Um, yep. So, look, it's good to see these guys get a, a bit of recognition. It's it's important because they, they've done great. Like Andy Considine for Aberdeen has been fantastic over the years and so has Paul Hanlon for Hibs. The build-up continues to the big match. That's coming next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go! On the home of Crofty Adele and Grado every day. Six till ten. Are you up at that time, Barry, in the morning? I mean, you, were you could you sleep last night after the match at Tannadice? No, I was no. Um, four o'clock. I got to What's my that? bed. Um, I've listened a few times in the morning. Grado in the morning. Mm. A bit funny. loud. <laughs> a bit loud in the first thing in the morning. <laughs> but he's not. Grado's brilliant. He's on absolute everything. Isn't he? Scott Squad, uh, pantomimes, even though they're... Oh, no, he's not. Aye! Eating bakery cakes yep. from McGee's. Yes, indeed, yeah. Aye, I've heard these. Um, Others adverts. <laughs> his McGee's adverts decent. <laughs> yeah, like, decent. Don't you. mind that in the morning. The Simon Cowell. No, your aunt or Deck. You're not Simon Cowell. Don't give us your. You know, your eight out of ten for them. You're uh, you're the aunt and Deck. You and Sai. Mm. You'll be back again. Sai had a win last night for Peterhead. That was to be expected against Brecon. And an assist Brecon. as well. Yeah. Oh, did they have an assist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Barry? No, l- listen. Expected. I fancied yeah. them last night to to win. L- listen. Um, Sai's got a good team up there mm-hmm. Peterhead they've got some good players um, great result of the weekend obviously against Dundee United and they've carried it on against Breton that was another go derby wasn't it because Simon Donnelly was on the the opposite technical Breakin area side. alongside Mark Wilson mm-hmm. for Breton yeah Right. Team coming in soon, Rob, just yep. as we wind up now, just over an hour to go yeah. until the match. Yeah, Barry and I, uh, worryingly for uh, him, um, we've got, I've gone for the, we've gone for the same selection tonight. We're going for Marshall and Goals, McTominay, Gallagher and Considine, as was O'Donnell and Taylor replacing uh, Robertson at left wing back. Uh, Jack and McGregor back in, uh, McGinn just in front of those, Fraser supporting Dykes. That's our... That's our selection tonight. We'll see if Stevie Clark agrees with us in a matter of minutes, you'd imagine. You quite yeah. confident on that, on the selection? Or do you think he might surprise you, Barry? Look, he might, he, he might change one or two, but I, I like to keep a, a level of consistency and I think it's important. I'm, I'm with Rob. I think that's the, the, the team. I think that's the strongest team he could go out and play. Oh, here we go. Yep. Here, we, here go. we go. It can be... <laughs> I can be wrong. <laughs> I can't remember no, the last no, time we'll, I saw you we'll, that excited, Rob. We'll find, we'll find out how wrong we were now. So, David, I'll, I'll do just do them 1-11, <laughs> yeah. 1-23 as it is. Um, 
So, David Marshall, Stephen O'Donnell, Scott McTominay, Declan Gallagher, John McGinn, the captain, uh, Ryan Jack, Lyndon Dykes, Callum McGregor, Ryan Fraser. How good are we, by the way? Greg Taylor and Andy <laughs> Considine. Wow. There you go. Well done. Two in a row, Fantastic. Barry. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. I'll do the subs good. as well, yeah. just for old time's sake. Uh, John McLaughlin and Robbie McCrory, the two goalkeepers. Ollie McBurney's on the bench. Callum Patterson. Kenny McLean, who's maybe a bit unlucky not, not to be involved because he did well the other night. Um, Ryan Porteous, Paul Hanlon, the two Hib central defenders are there. Ross McCrory is on the bench and uh, another late call-up Paul McGinn is among the subs as well but uh, the team is as we told you yeah. did you doubt us for a second yes probably yeah. um, but that's <laughs> the starting 11 so that sounds good to me great we'll come back yeah. to that in a moment or two Barry. I'm confident yeah. in that Are team yeah. I think it's a good team Look, I know Kenny McLean he, he might be a bit disappointed mm. he's not but if you look at the, the midfield that the, the managers um, picked and also the the level of player that's in there Competition for places. It's a tough. It's a tough call for the manager, but I think that midfield three is probably the the, the, the strongest they could pick. And they'll be feeling confident after the win uh, the other day. We'll come back to it in a moment or two. We're going to go back on the lines. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. <coughs> Jordan's on the line from East Kilbride. Hi, Jordan. Good evening. How's it all doing? Hi, good. Thanks. You? I'm good. I'm good. So, what are you thinking? Um, it was a question for everybody. No, I'm yeah. a fan. I like to to wind up my Celtic fan polls. So um, my thoughts are who do we really think that the pressure's on this weekend? Is it more Rangers or more Celtic? Because my, my pals seem to think that it's more on Rangers. Okay. I, I, I think it's more Celtic. Right, you think, so so who, who's the pressure on more, Barry? Is it more on yeah. Rangers or on Celtic for the match? Pressure's on Celtic. They're the champions. Yeah. You're just trying to load it on, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Rangers the form team though? Yeah, it listen, they're the form team, but if you ask me who who's the favourites for the game, I'm, I'm giving you my honest yeah. opinion. I do mm-hmm. think it's Celtic that will be favourites because they're the champions. So Rangers, yep, form's great. The consistency levels have been great since the start of the season. They just need to keep that up. But they're in a, they're in a, a good vein of form. Um, and it's a massive test. I, I, I can't wait for the game, honestly. I, I'm looking forward to it, not just because it's an old firm game, but I'm looking forward to what the Celtic team will be, what the Rangers team will be, and how he, how um, each manager approaches the game. Does Rangers go and attack them? Do the Celtic sit in? Does Edward play? It, who so plays much. in the midfield for Rangers? Mm-hmm. It, it's brilliant. It, it's great. So, uh, if you're asking me, I think the pressure's on Celtic. But is there not pressure on Rangers to deliver a statement in this game to say, here we are, here's what we're going to do for the season, this is the strength of our challenge to stop Celtic doing 10. Do you not think that? Do you not think that's a pressure on Rangers? Yep, I think in between the, the four walls of the dressing room, that will be the pressure that the manager will be putting on the players. Um, but out with it, no, I, I, I think just go about your business quietly. Um, we are the form team, but as I said, don't go in overconfident. As I said, Celtic are... I, I don't believe I've hit anywhere near the heights that they, they, they did certainly the, the last couple of months of the season before it gets stopped um, but I, I'm giving you my, uh, yeah. if you're asking who's under the most pressure yeah. I think Celtic are Jordan what do you feel about that? Say that again sorry? Yeah how do you feel? So Barry who knows No I, yeah. I, totally, I totally agree You agree? I totally yeah. agree mm-hmm. um, uh, The way Rangers started the season I was seeing a couple of my friends that I was, I was wanting to go to Europe to try and to focus on that but Rangers being the size of club as I know they need the money but um, I, I I think that the pressure's on Celtic and I, 
I think we'll get the victory at the weekend, so that's what I think anyway. Who are you looking to? To uh, do you think Morelis will start? Will you, will he get his first goal against Celtic? I hope so. I hope. So. Do you think he will though? If he, if he can, if he can um, get the Morelos that we all know, then mm. I don't see why not. I think it's hanging over his hanging over his head. Still, I think it's just to get that out of his head, and, and once he's got that first goal. He'll continue to score many more, I hope. Jordan, were you saying that you would prefer Rangers to be out of Europe and concentrate on the league? Yeah, totally, because of the pressure um, of trying to stop 10, I wanted to just concentrate on the league the way we started as well, but I'm not complaining that we're still in Europe, so we've been doing really well over the past couple of years. So. Yeah. I think it's important that Rangers are in Europe financially. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. That, that's um... Only financially? No, listen, a club like Rangers, they've got to be playing in Europe, whether it be the Champions League or now it's the Europa League. Um, Can one branch of football not benefit another? Can, you know, the fact that Rangers, the last season, the last couple of seasons have produced a lot of their best football in Europe, what they probably haven't done is transferred that on a consistent basis into, into league form, you know, but, but... one, you know, playing well in Europe and they've had good results in Europe already this season. Can that not help them in terms of their domestic form? Well, they certainly done it last year, the first half of the season. The, the European form carried into the, the league form because yep. they were totally toe with Celtic um, and until the, the winter break. But I think if you ask the manager or you ask any of the players, Rob, they want to play in these, these um, European ties. That, that's why you go to a club like Rangers to play three games a week. You're, you're programmed in to do that. Um, if you ask me I like playing three games a week um, you ask any player we spoke about it earlier on Paul means you, don't, train. Means you yeah. don't train you don't yeah. train it's yeah. just about recovery play games recover play games that's what footballers want to do it could get absolutely crazy this season couldn't it because <laughs> already it's midweek and weekend mm. all the way through yeah. um, but all you need is a couple of postponements some more, a bit more disruption and then maybe you're playing three you know, three games uh, in the space of a week rather than rather than just midweek weekend um, I mean it could it could get it could get ridiculous but you know if you're a top player you just must love the big games that keep on coming yeah that, that, that's why everybody wants to be a footballer they play in the big games um, especially uh, the old firm games coming up on Saturday but the European nights are special the, the only yeah. thing I, and I'll keep going back to it and harping on about it is the, the fans the, you need the supporters yeah. there for yeah. me football's nothing without supporters I just hopefully soon the, the government understand this is a, a horrendous virus but yeah. at some stage we need to try and stage the fans in socially well, distanced we need to get them back to help clubs even survive and get money coming through the door well there's some news Ali's got some news in the Europa League about some fans for sure breaking news Rangers Europa League rival Standard Liege are able to have fans in the stadium um, and that will be the amount of fans is subject to the local city Minister of Sports and UEFA guidelines however in the Belgian side they're going to have some fans in the stadium next week so we've been seeing that so there we are Standard Liege will have we don't know how many but they'll have fans in there and we've seen it all over but Europe I've seen something in. On, yeah. uh, in the media but was it yesterday, the day before, down in London? They had oh, a thousand people at in... Palladium. Yeah. yeah. Well, why oh, the theatre. The yeah. theatre. Why can you not have it in an open air arena? Yeah. There are going to be fans in Serbia. I think there are going to be some fans in Serbia, aren't yeah. there, for that Scotland yeah. game but next month as well. I've been watching football and I've been seeing fans, obviously, social distance yeah. in, in the stadiums. Surely we can, we can try and make it happen. 
Yeah. Well, Rob, th- you were there, weren't you, at uh, Aberdeen? Aberdeen, yeah, yeah. When, when they had one of the test games. 300, they, they, was it? Yeah, they had yeah. 300 there and 300 in Dingwall as well for the Ross County Celtic. You game. have to ask, why could we have 900 at the rugby in yeah. Edinburgh, what, yeah. two months ago, and yeah. 300 uh, football match? Yeah, well, I mean, everything's gone in reverse just because the, the general figures, not, not you know, across society are, are looking so bad. The graph is on the way up in a, in a worrying sort of way and, and everything's been clamped down on. But you can't help thinking that allowing uh, small numbers of fans into grounds would actually just help the the public sense of well-being apart from anything else because obviously everything is getting clamped down on at the moment in pubs and restaurants and indoors so surely uh, there could be small manageable numbers outdoors at sporting events to just make people feel a little bit better Jordan before you go um, what about Ryan Kent you'll be looking to him to do some damage what a start to the season for the Rangers player Okay, thanks very much for calling in, Jordan. Not the best line there, but uh, Jordan from East Kilbride. That was a good question, wasn't it? Um, who you think is has got more pressure yeah, on them? Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah, and Finland, I can, yeah, yeah, and I can understand why Barry said said what he did. But but you know, I guess the 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 Celtic fans would would probably say something completely different. But if you're in either camp, you're going to put pressure on yourself anyway to go and yeah, try and win the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, yeah, but listen, I think if you hear both managers do their, their press, presser, whether it's Thursday or Friday, they'll get asked that question. And I, I know what each manager's going to say. Yeah, and, and I mean, the team news will be, will be fascinating as yeah. well for all sorts of reasons ahead of that game. And obviously, we've just broken the, the Scotland team news for tonight and we'll all be waiting with bated breath till an hour away from, from kick-off on Saturday lunchtime. He's the latest Finland 1, Republic of Ireland nil. So Shane Duffy is uh, captaining Ireland tonight, but they're a goal down already. Glenn Kamara is in the Finnish midfield. Um, he's, a, he's a top player attracting, attracting a lot of interest. Um, not maybe going to make it in terms of the Rangers midfield at the weekend which looks likely to be Jack and, and Davis and Arfield Stephen Davis on the back of uh, notching up another international milestone yep um, that, that's my opinion listen I, I could be wrong Rob not yeah. often though you're not, not often wrong but if you're, you're asking you're good me, for a Scotland team I'll tell you that did you copy him if you're asking me the midfield three that I would want to go against Celtic it would be Jack Davis and, and Arfield I've got to be honest with you Arfield wasn't on the team at the start of the mm-hmm. season but since he's come into the team you can't leave him out now yeah, he's been excellent what's happened with him what's changed I, I don't know listen, getting a what, chance yep or listen his attitude sometimes you see some players go and feel sorry for themselves obviously Arfield's not he's went away and continued to work hard the managers gave him a chance and he's grabbed it with both hands because every time I've watched Rangers since he's been in the team he's been one of the top performers What's going to be interesting is when Joe Aribo is fit again. Um, yeah. You know, the, the form he was showing early season. But it would be it would be difficult to break into that midfield unit at the moment the way the way it's performing. But but what Joe Aribo gives you is something completely different. Yep, and plus you've got the new signing Junga mm-hmm. as well. So I, I, again, it's similar to what we're talking about Scotland. There's real competition mm-hmm. for places, and it's the same at Celtic. Yeah, the competition for places. That's what you if you want to be successful and you want to go and try and do things in the game, win things, which is the hardest thing to do, you need a squad, and you need a squad that's full of competition. Yeah, I mean, could Diego Laxalt uh, possibly uh, feature the Uruguayan international on loan from AC Milan? He hasn't come to make up the numbers, that's for sure. There'll be some stipulation, I would imagine, from Celtic that that he's going to be featuring. So he's going to put real pressure on Greg Taylor, you would imagine, who's starting tonight for Scotland. What a time 
to be uh, commentating on it as well, Barry. You've got the best of both worlds, you know, managing Kelty Hearts and uh, on the go radio phone in twice a week talking about it because it's a brilliant season life can't get any better Rob yeah. uh, sorry Paul that's okay we're interchangeable you two are looking I don't have too much last night <laughs> if they're in tech we'll have to come up with something to, yeah, yeah exactly I, can't, I, can't, I don't want to think about that 0808 <laughs> 08, 17 17 700 give us your calls and we're on the socials too and uh, you can text us absolutely 87474 go at the start of your message or at Go Football Show for all the socials and last night of course Dunfermline threw in the League Cup uh, Albion Rovers 29 penalties it was 2-2 with Stranraer and they've gone through A United 1-0 Morton just uh, squeaking it against Queen's Park 1-0 Partick Thistle winning in penalties against Queen of the South down there and down in, at Queen of the South Airdrie winning against Tennis Muir they're through Alloa 2 Edinburgh City 1 Inverness Cali they're through on penalties it was 0-0 with Cowden Beath Hearts 3 Wraith Rovers 1 Brora 2 Cove Rangers 2 and it's Cove who've gone through 4-0 Hibs 1 not a lot in that one Barry there and uh, Dundee United one Barry's Kelty Hearts nil Peterhead three Brecon one Cy Ferry's team and Montrose nil Elgin two Ross County two are both one and Falkirk two Clyde one not much in it in most of them so just minutes to go uh, well just over an hour till kick off we've given you the teams and we'll get the final predictions just after this The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Paul Cooney with Ali Defoy, Barry Ferguson and Rob McLean taking your calls on 0808 17 17 700. Final section of the programme and it is really warming up now for the match. Barry and Rob gave us their predictions and uh, you got the teams right, Rob, you give us it again. And yeah. the captain, we'll talk about that in a moment or two. Yeah, absolutely. It's David Marshall in goals. It's the same back three as beat Slovakia on Sunday. McTominay, Gallagher and Considine. O'Donnell and Taylor are the wing backs, so that's Taylor replacing suspended skipper Andy Robertson. Uh, Jack and McGregor uh, with McGinn in front of them in the midfield. Fraser uh, supporting Lyndon Dykes in attacks. Looks a good team to me. John McGinn is the captain and I guess a lot of people might have been campaigning for Callum McGregor to be wearing the captain's armband in the absence of Robertson um, but maybe John McGinn a louder character a noisier character maybe the st- his style of play as well lends itself maybe more to the captaincy Barry what do you think? Yeah I, I'll be honest with you I'm surprised I would have naturally have went for Callum McGregor um, but I can see why Stevie Clark's probably went with with McGinn as you just mentioned there he's um, on the pitch he's fiery he's he's been excellent for Scotland and he looks to me if he's real, he's aggressive uh, aggressive sorry as well on the pitch so look I'm not too bothered two of them are, are excellent players in my mind two of them are, are big players for Scotland um, but um, I'm more surprised Callum McGregor I thought he would have been the one that would have took the armband on but we've gave it to John McGinn who again is a player that He's played at the highest level, yeah. Rob. His performance um, for Aston Villa have been exceptional. Um, and he's he, carried he, that on for the, for the Scotland games as well. Do you think that's part of well. it? So because he's playing in England, maybe? Or is he just is he loud on the pitch, no, Barry? I, maybe he's louder. Look, I, I don't know Callum McGregor too well, if I'm being honest. I can only go with what I see on the, the TV. And listen, he's for me, he's a, 
a great footballer. He's got all the attributes needed to be a, a top and, midfielder. And also, and also, I know it's a cliche, but you want a, you want more than one leader on the pitch anyway. So yeah, you, need so you look at that, you look at those midfield three, Jack and McGregor and McGinn. They, they they could all potentially be captaining the the side tonight because they all have have leadership qualities about them. Yeah, but I just look at McGinn. Yeah, if you if I'm thinking about it. He has a fiery character. Yeah, he was man of the match, wasn't no, he, for the previous he, match? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was. But there's no doubt about it. He's got a, a bit of fire. But me myself, when I played in teams, I was the, the captain. But there was also three or four other mm. ones behind me that could easily have took the role um, on no problem. Um, so, yep, surprise, he's he's got it. But look, wonder if John McGinn. I wonder if John McGinn moans as much as you did well, that's when you were captain. Uh, yeah, 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 I think he comes across as that. I yeah. think listen, yeah, he'll demand. I think he moans with a smile. I but I think he'll demand on the pitch as well. Yeah. yeah. Callum McGregor goes about his business very quietly. Um but John McGinn looks to me if he'll he'll have a wee popper a wee popper to it uh, his, his teammates yeah and I, and I think Andy Robertson's quite a quietly spoken captain yeah. as well he's a sort of leader by example and, and maybe Callum McGregor is more in that that, that style of captaincy mm-hmm. and maybe Stevie Clark's just trying something a bit different tonight and, and going for the maybe the more the the noisier version the the, the you know he's a he's, mm. a he's perpetual motion isn't he John McGinn he's, and he's always involved screaming and shouting and all the rest of it maybe that's what he wants Andy Robertson out tonight obviously but before the penalties against Israel you would see Andy Robertson you were commentating and he really was urging the players and he was talking to them I remember you commentating on that yeah. you could see a real leader in him Oh yeah, absolutely, and and he is performing at the highest possible level. I mean, you might you might at the moment you might say John McGinn uh, has been performing at such a high level for Aston Villa that that he's up there as well. But over a period over the last couple of years for for Jurgen Klopp's Liverpool, I mean Andy Robertson has been one of the best fullbacks not just in English football but in European football as well so so that's where he is I mean he, that's the stature that, that he inhabits in, in football so you know he's got to be inspiring Barry for the rest of the team he has, he's got to be inspiring f- for the fact where he's came from I mean mm. six, seven years ago he was at Queen's Park yeah and then he got that move to Dundee United done really well under Jackie and, and Sai and Darren Jackson up there down to Hull City got his move to Liverpool and a lot of people I think it was £8 million pound, was it? 8 or £10 yeah. million pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's he worth now? A lot of people <laughs> were probably surprised and saying that's a lot of money for, for Andy Robertson from Hull and then look what he's done over the last two or three years Amazing Champions League winner yeah. um, English Premiership yeah. winner you watch Liverpool He's always involved in the attacks, the way that Liverpool play. Um, He's just not brought that form to Scotland, but he still gives everything. You can't take that away from him. And I I love about Andy Robertson as well, the fact that he's never forgotten where he came from. You know, he's got that humility about him, which is which is really likable, mm. and you can see the influence he has on the team. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, and the respect um, people have. For yeah, him. definitely, yeah. definitely. Also worth mentioning, Paul. That yep. uh, two, thanks to the t- thanks to producer James for this one. But uh, two sets of brothers in the in the Scotland squad tonight with the two yep. McCrorys, of course, uh, on the bench, and uh, Paul McGinn, McGinn is among yep. the subs, and his brother, of course, his younger brother, captaining his country tonight. What a moment! This what a moment for for John McGinn. I mean, th- there's a. There's a, a steepling rise up the, the the prominence ladder, isn't there, for 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 John McGinn in terms of where he's come from, St Mirren to Hibs to Aston Villa, scoring goals for fun for Scotland in, in recent yeah. times. He's got a great scoring record. Now he's got the captain's armband. Yep, you mentioned it there, 
what was it, three year ago, four year ago, he was playing with St Murn and I always looked at him and thought, he's decent enough, but you've got to give him credit. He's improved every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, when Aston Villa paid the three, what was it, three and a half million pounds yeah. for him. Yeah. Don't start uh, the Celtic fans on yeah. that one. <laughs> I think he is. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he, they, they paid three and a half million pounds um, for him. He went down there, got them promoted. And again, same as we were just talking about Andy Robertson, when you see Aston Villa playing, he's along with Jack McGrealish. Yeah. He's he's the main man. Yeah. He, there's no doubt that. Is, was it 7 2 the game against Liverpool? Yeah. A yeah. few weeks ago. Back there. Sunday, the other Sunday. Yeah, I thought he was. Um, I thought he was the best player in the park. Mm-hmm. And they, they still underrate him in England. Though I mean, when when I, I heard some uh, some people analysing that mm-hmm. game afterwards, and they were talking about Grealish, and they were talking about Barkley about and, and, and in the midfield, and, and McGinn wasn't getting a mention. Well, I've, I'll tell you something. If John McGinn keeps that level of performance up consistently this season, mm-hmm. a top six team down in England will come in and buy him. He had a bad injury last year as well. Broke his ankle, didn't he? He did. Yeah. yeah. But so he's to come, come back, back that strong, and he's come back yeah. stronger. I just think yeah. he's improved his all-round game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before he was just getting in people's faces. I think technically better on the ball. Good touch. Can pass it. Can pass it ten yards. Can pass it forty yards. And the hardest thing to do for a midfield player is what score goals, and that's what he's doing. Let's hear from Stevie Clark for the last time talking about tonight's match and the Nations League. You want to finish top of the League B section because the Nations League is a very, very, no matter how people try to knock it down, it's, it's much better than playing friendly matches, it's a competitive competition and it also throws up a chance, another chance of a playoff route into the the World Cup in Qatar 2022, so if we can top the section then we'd have a chance of giving ourselves that safety net again, which is why we're playing Serbia next month. Qatar 2022 I wonder if that's going to happen or if it's going to become Qatar 2025 or something like well, that yeah, as everything yeah. gets put back but yeah he's, he's right it's another it's another pathway towards qualification um, and we, we're coming to love the Nations League because uh, it has given us the opportunity that we didn't have beforehand and and uh, frankly who cares how we qualify as long as we qualify and we've got that big game in, in Serbia but he's bringing us back to tonight and, and the match which is now less than an hour away at Hamden Scotland against the the Czech Republic and, and he's hoping and he's believing and maybe we're all starting to believe as well that, that this progression will continue mm. Everyone wondered what is the Nations League I think people were vague about it a couple of weeks ago we now know will there be a World Cup song if we do qualify no. remember the days you uh, know that there were World Cup songs that I went to I haven't liked any of them yeah, well they did alright for Rod Stewart and <laughs> let's, for, for let's record it in these very well, recording we studios yeah. in which we're yeah. in at the moment <laughs> I, I tell you yeah. so I bet you Stevie Clark's team talk tonight is just make sure we finish top of the group that would be great yeah. It'll be great for confidence Getting into next month Which is the, the big one against Serbia mm-hmm. Just make sure we go out and give a good performance Yeah, And well, make sure we yeah. finish top of that group I mean, We've had lots of callers tonight And one of them did use that word momentum didn't he Let, Let's keep the momentum yeah. yep. going now, now, that we're, now that we're on the move And we're seeing some progress Let's keep that going Let's make, take another step forward tonight that's what I was going to ask you, Barry. What will he be saying just now to the, exactly the players that. then? Yeah, yep. yeah. nothing just, breeds like success. That's it. Listen, they've got to take a lot of confidence, certainly since when, when Dyke scored that goal, the way they played after it. Um, and as I said, confidence is, is massive in football, massive. And it's all about making sure they come in at the end of that game, top of the group. The guys will go away, back to their, their, their uh, clubs, 
And then they'll come back full of confidence for the big one next month. And this has been the longest international break for a long time, Rob. We were just saying that six six days, three games. So they've been together for, you know, a week and a half. Um, it's been quite a trans- transformation, maybe too strong. But the Clark revolution, we're all beginning to see what it is now. Yeah, absolutely. And we're hearing so- all sorts of confident noises. We're hearing Ryan Fraser off the back of the, the game on, on Sunday, uh, talking with real belief, a touch of arrogance about him, which is, which is great. We, we, we don't have enough of that and Lyndon Dykes right from the word go right when he decided it was going to be Scotland rather than Australia uh, and what he told us quite openly what he was hoping to do what he was planning to do for Scotland and, and he has done it and I'm, I'm looking forward to watching him playing again tonight and hopefully scoring again because both his goals so far really good strikers goals Barry where you can sense that that poacher instinct uh, seeing what's about to unfold seeing what's about to happen making his move timing it right getting the finishing touch Yep a great bit of work by, by Stevie Clark getting Dykes on board Great bit of work and since he's come into the international scene he's uh, he, he's been exceptional. There's no doubt about it. I, I actually enjoy watching him play. Mm. He's not just a big target man. No. He can take the ball in, he can control it, he can bring his teammates into play and the big man knows where the goals is. It's easy um, with hindsight, isn't it? Everyone's saying this now, oh, Lyndon Dykes, but you know, mm. a couple of months ago he was available. Yep, and listen, as I said, I, I'm excited going forward. Yeah. All we need to do is try and get Lee Griffiths fit for a month's time fire the two up top listen you've got every chance with the two <laughs> Rob Czech sounds, Republic sounds good to me yeah, because the final word on them of course uh, they'll be stronger than they were last month uh, yeah a match right. over there where we won 2-1 you're right Paul it was I mean that was effectively maybe third choice Czech uh, Republic team that Scotland played I mean you know Scotland, you can only deal with what's put in front of you, and, and Scotland did at, at that point. But there's no doubt that they're much back, they're back to the team that probably will feature in next summer's European Championship finals because they're already in that. That's that's their quality. They're they're much higher up the the pecking order than Scotland. And we went through some of their players earlier on. Thomas Susek, who, who plays in the midfield for West Ham, uh, Mate Vidra, the the Burnley striker, Vladimir uh, Darida, the captain who plays in the midfield with Hertha Berlin it's just when you start to run through some of these players that you sense the the quality about this Czech Republic side but you know the, the, they will look they'll not look to sit in tonight I don't think they'll they'll look to play and that might just suit Scotland yep listen we're coming up against a, a very very good team there's no doubt about it it'll be a great scout for us see if we get the victory tonight what a confidence booster it'll be the players that you've just mentioned Rob they're playing at high levels and I think if you went through their full squad, they're, they're an experienced group. Technically, the Czechs are always good on the ball. Um, so it's a great test, but do you know what? We're going in with confidence. If we get a positive result tonight, bring it on next month. Can I put you on the spot? Yes. Yep. What's your scoreline tonight? 1-0 Scotland. And your scorer? Don't care. <laughs> don't, don't care Lyndon Dykes who's don't care Lyndon Dykes yeah Rob yeah I'm yeah. going for yeah I mean we, we agreed on team selection tonight we're, we're just oh, gonna we're gonna agree on everything but no I do think I think uh, Stevie Clark could be the master of the 1-0 win yeah. and uh, we'll take that all day long all night long we'll have it in Serbia as well <laughs> next month as we head towards the European Championship finals Ali your prediction tonight right, you're not gonna love me but I want us to win but I'll say a draw <laughs>
Oh, you going for the draw? Score draw? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's happening? Yeah. Positivity yeah. in the studio. <laughs> but I'm positive about it. That's an honest assessment. That's what you think, Barry. So what's yours? One nil Scotland. Brilliant. Yeah, I don't think we're going to concede. Um, and let's hope we do it tonight. Well done, everyone. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for coming on the socials, Barry. We won't hear you until Monday. So, what's your prediction for uh, Saturday <laughs> lunchtime <laughs> in the East End of Glasgow? It depends how it goes. And oh, I might not be come here on. Monday. No, <laughs> Chris and I'll always yeah. face up to it. Yeah. Um, what's my yeah, prediction? Two one Rangers. Two one Rangers. Yes. Barry, thanks very much for joining us. Ali, you're back tomorrow night. Rob too. And uh, for you, thanks for listening. Thanks for making the switch to us. We're on every night, Monday to Friday, the Go Radio Football Show. The Go Radio Football Show. Let's go.